And he's also had experience with two major real estate providers, including Space Group and PS Group in the past. So, how are you doing? Very well. How are you? I'm good too. Thank you for joining. So, just to begin with, uh, tell me about SmartWorks. Like, how did this idea come into play? So, um, you know, we thought about SmartWorks almost three and a half years back. Um, I had just come back from college. Uh, I was studying in America, and then after that, I had. Uh, shifted to Singapore and then came back to India in um, the uh, mid 2016. And you know, uh, when, when I was still in America and in Singapore, we were do, doing our campus visits. We saw that offices in the West had evolved a lot. Uh, it was not just a workspace with uh, workstations and chairs. The the millennials there started demanding much more in their office spaces, uh, and they wanted their spaces to provide more services to them. Uh, that is when. I came back to India and uh, I started going to my father's office. I realized that uh, there is a distinct, you know, big difference when it comes to the kind of uh, environment and ecosystem that that's created in a in a Google office or in a Microsoft office or LinkedIn office in in the West compared to what we're able to provide here in India. And I thought that is a gap that we really need to bridge. And you know, commercial real estate in India has seen limited innovation in the past ten decades. Uh, most of the business is basically building out properties and then leasing it out to clients but just understanding what the employees really want what kind of services can be added into the seat cost and provided uh, that is where we thought there's an opportunity in the market and that is how we came up with the concept of smartworks we're categorized as a co-working space but we're more of an agile office uh, player everyone was talking about co-working at that point of time that's why we thought that was the right market to get into uh, but as a product uh, we've differentiated ourselves and are focused towards providing uh, customized workspaces and an office experience company rather than just a co-working player and that's how uh, that's how our target market has also been very different uh, we're not really a typical co-working player that goes with a lot of startups or people who are looking at you know shorter term deals with 10 to 15 seats per customer we're actually going after enterprises with 95% plus of our 400 plus customers being enterprises and uh, the average seat count per customer is more than 400 seats so we're looking at enterprises as our clientele all right all right and in just 3 uh, 4 years you know smartworks has actually managed to be profitable and i'm sure this journey that you were just mentioning would have been full of uh, challenges full of uh, ups and downs so uh, can you throw some light on that like how what challenges did you face how did you overcome them 
um, I think profitability is one of the things that has always been on the top of our heads. Uh, we've been very focused on growing the business, but growing it profitably. For us, the business thesis was for any business to be really successful. Two years is proof of concept. Two years is where you see that you know we're we're going to acquire a market, and that that's the time it takes for a business to get established. But from the third year, it needs to show profitability. That's how, what we've been very very focused on. Uh, obviously, during this entire journey, every uh, entrepreneur, every business has its share of mistakes that it made. For us, uh, I think some of the challenges that we faced upfront was uh, a we were trying to perfect the model, right? What I've learned really is that uh, there is no perfect model. It is very important for you to launch your uh, POC, your first product out, and then keep improvising and learning on that product and improving that product with the customer feedback that you get. Rather than going ahead and trying to develop a product which, according to you, is the best in the market, right? So for us, uh, that is one thing that one of the mistakes that we'd made earlier. And obviously, the other challenge, the biggest challenge that we faced was we were trying to create a category in the business, right? Uh, as I said earlier, commercial real estate in India has seen limited innovation. Uh, it's basically been builders building out buildings and leasing it out to customers. We were trying to create another category in which we're adding a layer of services onto what we offer to our customers. When we were doing that initially, we were changing how people look at commercial real estate. Right? People usually think of it on a per square foot model that I'm taking out ten thousand square foot and I'm going to make hundred people sit there. We changed that concept and said that why instead of taking up on square foot, why don't you start paying on per seat model, right? And I'm going to break, make in a lot of your operational costs within those seat pricing itself. So I think just that change in concept was a challenge that was there. But uh, I think we've picked up quite a lot. Uh, co-working in general has become more accepted in the market, not just with smaller companies or companies who are growing and startups, but also with enterprises now accepting us uh, as an alternative to traditional office spaces. Yeah, yeah, all right. So since uh, like your journey has been of about three, four years, and within this year, we've seen like this giant uh, COVID nineteen black swan event which has locked all of us in our houses and, uh, you know, everyone is clueless. So, uh, of course, you were going in a certain direction and I'm sure this event would have changed that direction for you, right? So, how did this happen and then now what is your vision going forward? No, I think uh, obviously what COVID is significantly impacted growth of companies, I won't say it has impacted everyone economically, uh, but it's definitely impacted growth for us. Uh, we've been growing at 25 to 30% month on month for the past three years, right? That growth rate had been significantly high and we kept acquiring new and new more properties and more and more customers in a short uh, lifespan of three years. Obviously, we were projecting to go and aggressively keep following that number. Uh, what COVID has really done is put a halt on expansion for us because of the foundation of the business being very solid, which was always our focus. We haven't seen a significant impact on the business economically, but obviously the growth trajectory, which was uh, 25 to 30% growth month on month, that has gone down slightly. And we are seeing a period of two, three months in which decision-making all throughout in all industries uh, have slowed down significantly. People are waiting and watching for how things are going to turn out post in a post-COVID era. And because of that, business growth has stopped. But I think this is a very good opportunity for a lot of uh, us young entrepreneurs, startups, 
to understand and set the foundations to be right uh, so that in the future if there are any downturns you know economical situations in which uh, you're not being able to demand the same margins the foundation of the business should be strong enough for you to survive these downturns absolutely i think um, foundation is really really important and to me personally i think people actually form a very strong part of that foundation which you're referring to and i was reading about smartworks and i'm reading that there were some 20 plus employees in 2016 and now you have like a huge workforce of 300 plus is there any leadership mantra uh, that you follow so that you know you keep that team intact or or what do you do i mean how do you manage this uh, huge uh, workforce i think we've grown significantly obviously we've grown from a 20 member to a 300 member as you uh, rightly said two things that we've done very successfully is empower our uh, departmental heads we've divided the companies into five or six different departments which individually handle each and every portion of a customer's journey uh, for example if a customer's being onboarded before that you have the sales team our execution team which is focusing on how do you portray smartworks before the customer joins the ecosystem then we have an entire community team and operation team which basically takes the customer through the journey when they're spending the time in smartworks and then we have our other teams which is technology is our uh, marketing team which basically enhances your experience when you are uh, within smartworks so uh, one thing that is very worked very well for us is actually dividing those departments and then empowering those people those individuals who are heading those departments to make take their own decisions have their own teams you know look at that division as something which they have the liberty to learn because that is the only way we'll be able to scale right we're only we started off with three centers in our first year uh, with only 50000 square foot in one city we're there in nine cities today covering a footprint of 4.2 million square foot having more than 70000 desks within our ecosystem managing that uh, requires a lot of teams to coordinate with each other and within themselves so empowering your managers to take decisions and doing your constant review right for us one mantra that we follow uh, internally is making mistakes is not a problem right everyone does that i have made my share of mistakes growing smartworks but making sure that you realize when you've made your mistake and not repeating it that is the biggest lesson that as a leader we want to push and i think the other bit is to keep everyone in the company motivated you know it's very important for you to communicate because this needs to be a very top down approach in which uh, the messaging needs to go out from from the leadership in which they you were telling you're informing your people on where do you see yourself go in the next 2 uh, years and how do you see the company grow uh, if the people are motivated they have enough in them to make sure that whatever goals the company sets up they keep achieving it whenever they are supposed to. yeah i agree with you it's very important to keep uh, people motivated true but then i think you can actually motivate people only when you yourself are uh, motivated enough right so do you do something like at a personal level do you meditate or do you do some other exercise or anything of that sort which you'd like to share uh, just to keep yourself uh, motivated i think one of the habits that i really have or i'm developing more on it uh, is the fact that i like to meditate Uh, my meditation is a little different it's not a traditional meditation i like to spend a little bit of time after every day of work 10 15 minutes just reviewing my day understanding what are the things that that happened 
what are the things that i did how much time did i dedicate on a certain thing and uh, planning out my next day uh, as well just spending that time really helps you get an idea of how your day is progressing and what are some of the things that you need to prioritize the second thing that uh, i really uh, like to focus on is basically reading about uh, a lot of people who have been successful in their lives right because i am a big follower of learning from others mistakes uh, if i can uh, read about someone see their journey and see where they made mistakes and how they overcome it that doesn't make me do those same mistakes i think it's a uh, it's a great thing for everyone to do right so just learning about others how are they tackled some of the challenges because a lot of these challenges if i have already not faced them i might face them in the near future so just you know understanding and learning from others experiences also uh, something that i like to focus on yeah so uh, do you like recommend a specific book which you read and uh, has helped you or do you have like a role model in mind who you want to emulate is there anything of that sort So there's no ideal person. You there's not one person that you I I really idealize. This is who I want to become. You always run from successes and failures of every great leader, right? Whether it is someone like uh, Warren Buffett or uh, Steve Jobs or Bill Gates, all of them have made fair share of mistakes growing up, right? And uh, growing their businesses. I think uh, it is very important uh, for you to learn from their journeys. See how they've been. you know the decision making has been so quick uh, they've not been afraid to you know take really uh, risky steps with their businesses and have that risk taking appetite i think that's very important for any entrepreneur you really need to if you really want to be rewarded you need to take those risks so um, there's not one person that i really idolize i think it's a mix of all there's a lot that you can learn learn from different personalities who've done so well in their uh, in their personal lives as well as professional lives Yeah, and my second question was: Do you have like a book which you'd like to recommend to, uh, let's say, uh, entrepreneurs who are just starting off? Is there anything of that sort? I think there are a lot of leadership books that definitely help you. My personal favorite is I, I'm a big big believer of Chanakya Niti. It is uh, a little Indianized version of how today's corporate world should look. but corporate chanakya is is one of the books that uh, i always refer back to uh, you know whenever i have certain challenges in the business and i want to see on how uh, to overcome it uh, that's one book that i always refer back to lovely and let's say if somebody were to ask you for an advice uh, and uh, if if that person wants to just enter this uh, co-working space as a startup or build his own brand uh do you have any advice for such uh, people absolutely you know i think um you know for us co-working is just one of the segments there are uh, more than 400 co-working places already in india but then there are uh, other divisions like co-living um then there is uh, other set of prop tech companies which are also uh, making significant inroads into the market right so i think um one of my advices uh, would be one try to focus on a niche right what has been really successful for us is not going after everything that is working just focusing on who your target market is eventually going to be um and making sure that you cater or you uh, customize your product in such a way that it really focuses on that market 
and you become a leader in that segment um, co-working is very broad uh, it's divided into multiple uh, segments internally in which there is a set of co-working which fo- focuses on startups and smes which also does very very well then there is a set of co-working which focuses on short term requirements and prefab offices which also does very well and then there is us who focus on enterprises and who focus on larger requirements and completely custom made solutions for our clients that is a division that does very well for us so i think it's very important for you to be very clear in your head which is the niche market that you want to go with uh, a and b is uh, obviously profitability is very very important uh, whenever you start off a business there is only so much time that you can give the business to grow and burn but if you really want to establish a successful business that has a very strong foundation profitability is uh, is number one uh, it, it you really need to prioritize profitability yeah so i actually got reminded of uh, one of my uh, brand management lectures when i was doing my mba so one of my profs used to say this that if you try to become everything for everyone you'll end up becoming nothing for no one and that's exactly what you are alluding to right you 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 have your niche you decide who your target audience is and then go after it okay so nitish my last question uh, to you is like what is your outlook for this industry in the post covid era so i uh, we are very optimistic uh, on on what the outcome is going to be obviously we've seen slight delay in business delay in the growth as i alluded to earlier but i think you know once people start coming back to work uh, commercial real estate has been very very strong in india for a very long time we've had almost 42 million square foot of office space being absorbed year on year uh, and i think for our segment we've seen significant spike in the, in inquiries that have started coming into the market uh, on a day to day basis on a monthly basis we used to get close to about 4 to 5000 seats of inquiries every month that number has spiked up to almost 40 to 50000 seats of inquiries every month uh, so there is a 10x growth in inquiry which which is a very positive outcome it means that people are accepting this as a better alternative than traditional office spaces or if not better at least equal to traditional office spaces and uh, we are very optimistic on our end uh, that for co-working in general for all segments of co-working uh, post covid uh, is going to be uh, uh, the, the the curve upward is going to be much more steeper than what it was so far wow that's so fantastic so thank you so much nitish for joining me i wish uh, smartworks uh, scales more and more high and i wish you also all the best in your journey thank you so much pratya Thank you. So, if you have any feedback or would like to uh, feature on HT Smartcast Leadership Lessons, please write to me on LinkedIn. You can also write to us at the rate HT Smartcast across various social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And this series will also be available on htsmartcast.com. Thank you. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast.